وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فقد قال تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إنما المؤمنون الذين إذا ذكر الله وجلت قلوبهم وإذا تليت عليهم آياته زادتهم إيمانا وعلى ربهم يتوكلون صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Respected elders and brothers from the very inception of mankind, there was a clash between Haq and Batil. From the time Hazrat Adam came to this dunya, there was always 
this clash between haq and batil and in almost every era you will find that believers were oppressed believers were persecuted time does not permit us now to elaborate on this but just one example in suratul buruj allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about ashabul ukhdud qutila ashabul ukhdud annari dhatil waqud the people of the trenches it's a lengthy incident but ultimately the king of the time he had dug up trenches and he had lit a fire and he said all those who are not going to turn away from their faith and believe they are not going to believe in me and worship me they're going to be thrown into the fire so the believers of that time they were prepared to be thrown into the fire but they were not prepared to give up their faith until the hadith says that there was one lady one mother which came with an infant child and because she's carrying this infant that this baby she was reluctant allah subhanahu wa ta'ala miraculously made the baby speak ya umma isbiri fa innaki ala al-haq oh mother be patient you are on the truth and then she jumps in also so this is something that has always been there and nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam had informed us that closer to kiamat these tests will intensify this oppression will intensify it will become very serious and here again a very beautiful hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam which often we hear but how much do we ponder over this hadith wherein nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned yushikul umam an tada'a alaykum kama tada'a al-akilatu ila qas'atiha the time is approaching when all the nations will call one another against you they will invite one another like how people will invite towards a tray of food different people are going to come and consume from that tray of food nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam informed us that this is going to happen and you can see it now exactly as rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said where the different nations all are conniving getting together and this is what they are trying to do so someone asked rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam amin qillatin nahnu yawmaydin or rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam at that time will we be less in number how can something like this happen how can we allow it to happen nabi karim sallam said no you will be large numbers you will be kathir there will be a lot of you walakinnakum ghutha'un ka ghutha'i sail but you will be weak and you will be insignificant like the dirt of the flood waters like the foam of the flood waters that foam and that dirt is just flung one side people will not be worried about you there was one era in islam when hazrat umar bin khattab radiyallahu anhu's name was taken and the superpowers of that time started shaking and shivering and now what's the condition when the name of the superpowers are taken we bow down immediately ji what you said ji azad exactly what you say what you say is right leave the quran leave the hadith leave everything one side this is what they tell you that's how weak we gone and nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam prophesied it there was that time when hazrat khalid bin walid radiyallahu anhu the era of salahuddin ayubi rahmatullahi that the poet says hati salahuddin thaniyatan fina bring salahuddin ayubi rahmatullahi again ya وَجَدِّدِي هِتِّينَ أُنَحْوَ هِتِّينَ And renew the battle of Hittin, which was a decisive battle in which Salahuddin Ayyubi, Rahmatullahi, had broken the backs of the crusaders. So that was Salahuddin Ayyubi, Rahmatullahi, go study his life. 
Look at his upbringing. Look at the qualities he had. Look at the love he had for Sunnah. Look at the love he had for Quran. He didn't just become a conqueror. He didn't just become so successful with watching TV or wasting time or engaging futile activities. No. This man was groomed. Go study his life. See how he was groomed, how he was brought up. Then you had a leader like Salahuddin Ayyubi Rahmatullahi. But Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, No, you will have large numbers. Walakinnakum ghutha'un ka is saying, No, strength. You will be insignificant. You will be weak physically, spiritually, mentally, psychologically, everything we are weak. Because we allowed this weakness to come over us. We allowed people to dominate us. We were ruled. Other cultures had the better over us. Like someone was circulating a clip of a young child saying, that till now, I thought Palestine was not free. And the rest of the world, all the other Muslim countries were free. But now I realize that Palestine is free. And the rest of the Muslim countries are all enslaved to the kuffar and to their ways. And that is a reality. Because with all the money, with all the technology, with all the big talks, with all the advancements, with all the skyscrapers, with all the entertainment. Which person can stand up and say something, can do something? Maybe someone can say something. Speaking is for free, anyone can speak. But which person can do anything? So Nabiya Kareem Wasallam already informed us, this is the condition that is coming. And then he said, وَلَيَنْزِعَنَّ اللَّهُ مِنْ صُدُورِ عَدُوِكُمْ الْمَهَابَةَ مِنْكُمْ Allah Ta'ala will take out from the hearts of your enemies fear for you. Enemies feared the Muslims. The Iman was so strong that it created fear in the hearts of the enemies. So Allah Ta'ala will take that fear out. Allah Ta'ala will put weakness in your heart. So the Sahaba were not sure what this word wahan means. And they asked Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So he said, Hubbud dunya. The love of this world will consume you and the dislike of death. You know, Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, they wanted to give their lives in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were not afraid to die because they knew they had to die and they knew they had to die on the prescribed time. They couldn't die before that time, they couldn't die after that time. Allah is in control of life. Allah bin Walid radiallahu anhu gave his whole life to be martyred on the battlefield. Eventually he passed away on the bed, he was crying. Now I'm passing away like a woman. I'm passing away like a coward on the bed. He was crying because he went into the thick of the battlefield. But his time was not up. It was not meant for him. And ulama also explained, because he was safe Allah. He was the sword of Allah. So no one could break him. So this love of this dunya, in this hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, one is he informed us of the conditions that are to come. So someone understands that these things are going to come. They are going to come, they are meant to come, they are realities. And at the same, in the same hadith, Nabi also showed us what is our weakness. Our weakness is the love of this world. And we are consumed with this world and we have a hatred towards death. We dislike death, whereas we have to die. And we have to die on the prescribed time. You can't go before, you can't go after. So respected friends, we know what is happening, we understand the situation, we understand the condition. What should we be doing 
in these circumstances? And this is a question that a lot of people are asking. What should we be doing? So there are different aspects. Time does not permit us to go into the full details. But first of all, remember, don't lose hope. Never become despondent. Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَا تَهِنُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا Don't lose courage and do not grieve. وَأَنْتُمُ الْأَلُونَ Remember, you will be superior. You will have the upper hand as long as you have got iman. If you're a believer, then you will be superior. So the first thing is, don't lose hope in any situation in life. The last thing you do is you lose hope. Always have hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَكَرُوا وَمَكَرَ اللَّهِ Remember, they plan and Allah plans. وَاللَّهُ خَيْرُ الْمَاكِرِينَ Allah is the best of planners. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has got hikmat and wisdom in everything. Maybe you cannot see the wisdom. We cannot understand the wisdom. But everything Allah does, there is hikmat and there is wisdom. So the first thing is, don't lose hope. The second thing is, stay away from the news in the mainstream media. The mainstream media is controlled. The flow of news is controlled. You don't know what is authentic, what is not authentic. You don't know where they are misleading you, where they are misguiding you. So be careful. Be wary. At least you should understand from all this, who is your enemy and who is your friend. If at this point your eyes cannot open, and you cannot understand who is your enemy and who is your friend, and at which point will your eyes ever open? You can see what these people are doing. Are these human beings? You cannot call them human beings. In fact, it's actually an insult to even call them animals. They have gone far beyond that. They are far beyond. These are shaitans. And they, remember, one is the battle they're fighting on the battlefield. One is the psychological battle that we all are experiencing in our lives. Where they have trapped us with their different systems. They have trapped us with their mindset, with their culture, the way we think, the way we live, the way we behave, the way we dress, everything revolves around them. The education system, the entertainment system, the media, the subliminal messages. Your children are playing games. They're watching cartoons. The subliminal messages. Every other day we're losing so many of our children. One is... Palestine, Gaza, they are losing their children. May Allah make it easy for them. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring about afiyat. But we are also losing our children because one child is becoming an atheist. And these are all realities, respected friends. This is not hearsay. These are realities, they are true stories. One child is becoming an atheist, gone. Never to come back, he doesn't want to hear about religion anymore because of some theory that he studied in school, that there was a big bang and Allah never created anything. And, you know, we just evolved evolution and we were apes and we became what we are and all the them. And they make it seem like it is a reality, whereas they themselves are calling it theories. It's not a fact, it's not something proven. But the way they will teach it, the way they will force it down the throat of that child. So someone is becoming an atheist, someone is becoming a satanist. How many children are joining cults? Every other day you're getting complaints. This child got caught up with some cult on the internet. Someone is becoming a lesbian. Someone is becoming a gay. Allah protect us. That is another battle that we don't even know about. That is the battle that's happening within our homes. That is the battle that's there in our phones. It's in all these gadgets. This is the battle that now they're attacking our children. We don't even realize, we don't even know. The music that the children are listening to have got subliminal. You know, there was one time when you could call this conspiracy theories. Now they are all are proven. 
So if anyone is doubting anything, we'll show you the proof for it. They even do the back track. They will show you what's the message. Psychologists have even considered and accepted that this type of this subliminal messages will affect the, the psychology of the child. And it will be stored in the subconscious of the child. So this is another battle. So remember, understand who is your enemy. Your friend is Allah. What Allah is telling you in the Quran, focus on that. Look at that. What is Allah Ta'ala telling me? What Allah wants me to do, am I doing that? Rasulullah is your friend. He's giving you the guidelines. He came to show you how to live in this world. He is Rahmatul Alameen. You're reading poetry and the love of Rasulullah. But are we following Rasulullah? Do we really care what he said? Are we really interested in his teachings? Or is every other teaching something that intrigues us and something that makes us carried away and it fascinates us? So understand your enemy from your friend. And then your other friend is the true believers, people who are committed. So this is the, the second thing, respected friends, watch out for the mainstream media. Then remember, in the battles of the past, and alhamdulillah, even now, there's a lot of positive news. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down farishtas. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down angels. In the battle of Badr, Allah ta'ala sent down farishtas and angels. Some attribute this to Allama Iqbal, some attribute it to another scholar, wherein he said, Pizai Badr Peida Kar, Farishte Tumhari Madad Ko Utar Sakteh. You create the atmosphere of Badr, and farishtas can still come down to help you, but create there. Were people playing on the cell phones? Or what were they doing? No, someone is in dua. Someone is in namaz, someone is in tilawat, someone is in zikr, someone is crying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You create that atmosphere now. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help can come. Bala in tasbiru wa tattaku wa ya'tukum min forihim. If you have sabr and you have taqwa, sabr, patience. Be firm, be patient. Don't be shaken with conditions. Don't get deceived with these people's slogans that they're going to call. They will call you names. They will brand you. That is their work. They try to turn you away from your deen. But remain patient. Be firm. Be committed. There's nothing that must be able to shake you. And taqwa, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every sin in my life needs to be removed. Every sin I need to take it out. Go in my own home, look in my cell phone. See how many wrong things I've got on my cell phone. How many wrong things I'm doing on my cell phone. How often even my ringer is a musical ringer. It's already bringing down the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this taqwa, this sabr, we have to bring it in our lives. When we bring this in our lives, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help will come. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, subhanahu wa ta'ala will send his rahmat. Allah will send his mercy. And he will change the conditions of the believers. But we have to change ourselves. When we change ourselves, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changes the conditions. So the sabr and taqwa, what can I do to bring the farishtas down? What actions? Remember, a'mal, it's good deeds. It's actions that you're going to do. That's going to bring the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we need to start engaging in a'mal. Leave all the talk one side now. Leave all the discussions, leave all the debates, whether Hamas, who they are, what they are, is this some agenda, leave all that one side. 
what we know for a fact and a reality is that our brothers are, are suffering in Palestine. Remember, their lives are our lives. Their children are our children. Their blood is our blood. Believers, we all are brothers. Al-Muslim, one man, one body. If the eye is in pain, the entire body is in pain. If the head is in pain, the entire body is in pain. If we are not feeling the pain for our brothers in that part of the world, we have to question our iman. We have to question our Islam. Do we really have iman? Are we really believers? Or is it just lip service? So remember believers, we will always be united. And we will support our brothers. And how we're going to do it now is to amal. We're going to do it to tilawat. We're going to do it to zikr. We're going to do it through dua. Don't ever undermine the power of dua. Remember that few minutes you're going to make dua. That few tears you shed. That is going to make a big difference. Inshallah Allah is going to accept that dua. That dua you're going to also get rewarded for. You also, Farishtas are making same dua for you. You're making dua for their children. Farishtas are making dua for your children. They're making dua for your protection. Make dua respected friends. Collectively, individually, together. Wherever you got an opportunity. I'll just conclude with this last one or two points. You know the Jews. This has come from many, many different sources. So there's no lie in this. They know themselves till now that until and unless the Fajr Jamaat is not equal to the Juma Jamaat or the Juma Namaz in the Masjid, Allah's help won't come. They know when this Fajr Namaz, this Masjid will be full at the time of Fajr, like how it is full now. That's when Allah's help is going to come. Many Masjids, Alhamdulillah, they started reading the Qunut. But how many people are there to say Ameen? How many people, how many Musallis are there? We need more people to make dua. We need more hands to raise up. We need more people to wake up at night. We need to shed more tears. We're not crying enough. We need to cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Cry like if it was your own child. If it was your own child that was in that predicament, in that situation. How are you going to make dua? Casual dua. You're going to cry from the bottom of your heart. We need sincere duas. We need to cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to give sadaqah. Don't undermine the power of sadaqah. Even if it's one slice of bread, even if it's one date, even if it's a little bit of milk, whatever you can afford. What's within your capacity every day, all the time, as much as possible. More sadaqah, more dua. Inshallah, the greater the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be. And respected friends, wherever we know there's some reliable organization, and we can now send something for our brothers. Let us sacrifice our lifestyle. Let us make some sacrifice within our budget. And let us try to send as much as possible for our brothers. And inshallah, in this manner, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's assistance will come to them. And Allah's assistance will come to us. May Allah grant us the true understanding.